Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. An insider's look at the National Football League. It's NFL Lunch. Presented by Ruth's Chris Steakhouse. With Vinny and Haney on 105.7 The Fan. Every coach that we've had here has been has had contributions to this organization. Frank has contributions to the organization. Matt had contributions to the organizations. You know, I'm not going to get into the individual sort of things. Um, you guys can just speculate as to that. You know, we just moved on yesterday, and that's that. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for Bob here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're, we're giving you some NFL lunch right now. You just heard from owner of the Panthers, uh, David Tepper, there giving his press conference this morning, addressing the media following the firing of Frank Reich uh, yesterday morning. I see here a couple of quotes from Frank Reich, who had uh, spoke to the Charlotte Observer. There's a heart-pounding disappointment in not hitting the marks that we needed to hit to keep this going and try to get it turned around. It hurts me for the guys, the team, the coaches and the fans. Frank Wright goes on to say that this is probably the final chapter of my NFL journey. Um, so we've talked a lot about whether or not we think he'll get another head coaching gig. I think we both agree that that wasn't going to happen. I think he could still be a coordinator, but who knows, you know, right now for Frank Wright. But you hear David Tepper talk. I mean, this is two coaches fired yeah. in the span of two years, both midseason firings. Yep. Uh, how desirable is this this Carolina job at this point? Well, it's one of 32, so it's always going to be desirable. You know, they'll probably get a coordinator, something like that. But the thing about it is is the Tepper's people, who, whoever, you know, he's got his group that he talks to, they've told him, you're getting killed. You need to talk to the media. And I think... And I'm sure he was prepped on, okay, what questions? And maybe they have a friend in the media. I'm sure they do. Mm-hmm. What am I going to be asked? What, what are the key things? So he was ready to answer those things about um, did he pick the quarterback? And, oh, I mean, he said that the scouts and coaches were unanimous in Bryce Young. He says, but, but right. I have the final say. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, you know what's funny about that is is Eddie never, Eddie DeBartolo never said, I got the final say on the draft. That was, that was r- ridiculous. You know, even um, Dan Snyder didn't. Mm-hmm. I mean, he would let, if we were unanimous, like like when it was like Sean Taylor and Winslow, we, we was down to those two. And, you know, it wasn't unanimous. Like a lot of us wanted Sean and some wanted Winslow. So then Joe said, you know, and Dan says, where are you guys at? Well, we're kind of mixed on what we want to do. So then Joe says, here's what we're going to do. Let's get everybody in the room, get offensive coaches, defensive coaches, and the scouts, and let's go in a room and we're going to put, we're going to watch the national championship game, Miami, Ohio State. And then and we're all sitting there, put it on, and we watch the uh, Winslow against uh, mm-hmm. Ohio State. He had a hell of a game. And everybody's like, hmm, pretty damn good. So then put Sean Taylor on. Watch that. And I remembered Joe Bugle said, Coach, you need to take Sean Taylor. Mm-hmm. You know, the offensive right. coaches. And, and then then it was, it was easy. Because Joe Gibbs, I mean, he, he coached Winslow, his mm-hmm. dad. And, you know, he loved tight ends. But then it was unanimous. Everybody wanted Sean Taylor. And that's how we took Sean Taylor. Let's go out to Indianapolis. We talked a little bit about the Colts getting back into the playoff picture as of late. Uh, a big part of that has been the defense. The other big part of that has been the uh, uh, the re. I don't. I want. Don't want to say revived uh, Jonathan Taylor, but Jonathan Taylor is back. Uh, it's looked like yes. other than right now, it looks like he is dealing with an unspecified hand injury that could force him to miss some time. Uh, for these next upcoming weeks with the Colts. Obviously, they got Zach Moss back there, who was great when Jonathan Taylor wasn't there. I think Zach Moss is still a top 10 rusher uh, yardage-wise in the NFL right now. That's how good of a year he was having. But no Jonathan Taylor potentially uh, for the next couple of weeks. How could that impact the Colts? He, I mean, some of the cuts that he was making the other day were pretty damn good. you know. So I think it's going to hurt him big time. Um, because they don't have the one-two punch. And he was getting better and better. Mm-hmm. I mean, he was back to himself. So I think it's going to hurt because he protects Minshew. Because Minshew can't beat you by himself. Right. And with that defense and stuff, too. Let's go out to Minnesota. Minnesota, they lost to the Bears last night on that pitiful Monday night football game that the NFL put on display. Josh Dobbs, he had four interceptions in the game and is calling is causing Kevin O'Connell, head coach of the Vikings, to reevaluate Josh Dobbs and the quarterback position going forward. I mean, look, it's not like they've got a ton of options out there in Minnesota uh, behind Josh Dobbs. Uh, they've got Nick Mullins. Uh, well, Nick Mullins was put on IR, um, but he's now on the roster again. And uh, Jaron Hall, who got the concussion th- that allowed Josh Dobbs to even get in the game the week that he was traded to Minnesota. He's cleared the concussion protocol. So those are the two options they have right now. You do have got Justin Jefferson coming back. The defense has played better as of late, but does Minnesota have their answer for this year, at least on the roster? No, because if they thought they did, they want to go and trade it for Dobbs. So no, they don't. And they know it. Mm-hmm. And it's just going to be... Uh, they're just going to have to whoever they go with. Just if they just don't turn the ball over, they can win some right. some of the games that they got to play. 
Let's go out to Vegas. The Raiders, they're trying to claw themselves back into the playoff picture as well. They lost to the uh, Chiefs this past Sunday. Got blown out at home against the Chiefs. And uh, Marcus Peters, former Raven, he was waived by the Las, by the Las Vegas Raiders the other day. Um, I'm guessing that when the headache is bigger than the production, you get rid of the headache. Mm-hmm. I'm guessing the headache was rather large. I mean, we've heard Harbs talk about it, you know, what what Peters is like. And he's a gambling fool. He won't <laughs> tackle. So, yeah. Um, and if you're building, you're, you're getting beat anyhow, get rid of the trash. And he's, he's, they showed him on camera at times standing off to the side separate from the team. He's disengaged in the game. It's, it's not to the point of De- – I mean, and I want to talk about that Deontay Johnson stunt that he uh-huh. pulled the other day. I mean, th- that's almost unforgivable. I'm very curious to see what Mike Tomlin and those guys do about that because I think Deontay's a heck of a talent. He's one of their best players without question. But – his attitude these last couple of weeks has been bad. Um, and then when it starts spilling over into the game, I mean, he's – I don't even know if he saw that it was a fumble, but then he has, his body language even going into the play. He's standing there. He he's, has no he, – he has no plans to do anything throughout the course of the play. It just so happens that there's a fumble and the ball rolls past him. And he, he doesn't lift a finger to go get the ball. That ends up turning into a scoop and score. I could see that what Tomlin maybe would do something like uh, um, talk to him, talk to Deontay. I'd call Deontay in and say, Deontay, listen, here's what I'm doing. I'm going to show that clip to the team in a team meeting. And this won't be tolerated by anybody on this team. I would do something like that Mm -hmm. because you're winning. And everything. I mean, if you were losing, then you're going to have a lot of people bitching and stuff. Right. But if you point it out now and emphasize it to everybody else, number one, Deontay's not going to do it again. If he does, then you know what? After the season, he becomes Antonio Brown. <laughs> because we went to practice. Me and Rob Long went to pr- Antonio Brown, like at training, he showed up like 20 minutes late for practice. And they didn't do anything. And kind of come out, do his own thing, and... He was on his own schedule. Let's go to the NFL as a whole. The Hall of Fame semifinalist have been announced. You've got guys uh, on that list that are Eric Allen, Anquan Bolden, uh, Jari Evans, London Fletcher, Eddie George, James Harrison, Rodney Harrison, uh, Robert Mathis, Steve Smith Sr., mm-hmm. Fred Taylor, Hans Ward, Ricky Waters, Reggie Wayne. Uh, Vince Warfuck. And it looks like a couple of other guys, Jared Allen, Dwight Freeney, Devin Hester, Andre Johnson, Torrey Holt, Patrick Willis, uh, Willie Anderson, and Darren Woodson also. Yeah. I, let me just say this, Cordell. If Ricky Waters and London Fletcher got in together, I'd be the happiest kind of – I'd go again because I was just there, what, a year and a half mm-hmm. ago or whatever for Bryant Youngs. And if Ricky gets in – and London, London Fletcher's good, nicest guy in the world. And I mean, he was what five ten maybe, yeah. and a tackling machine yes, and was. a great leader. I I, w- I would love it if those two could get in. I don't because Ricky, Ricky can't get to the final fifty. He gets to like twenty whatever, but then mm-hmm. doesn't make the cut to get to fifteen. So the next thing is is they got to make the cut. 
Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we got you Vinny's Dirty Dozen earlier in the show. We'll get you Vinny's Feeble Five next. Who are the five worst teams in the NFL right now? Vinny will tell you next here on the Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road, the steeper the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. How in the world? Vivian Haney's Feeble Five. It has been a nightmare for this team. A handful of teams we wish the Ravens were playing. You suck! 105.7 Buff Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland here for the Bobster here with Vinny Serrato, who's about to give us his feeble five, five worst teams in the NFL right now. Vinny, what's the list looking like? All right, let's go back to week 11 where we had Carolina 1, New England 2, Arizona 3, Chicago 4, Tennessee 5. All right, coming in at number 5, 4 and 7, Washington. You suck. They lost to Dallas 45-10. They're hosting Miami. Washington hasn't won 11 regular season games in a season in 31 years. Mm. Coming in at four. Four and seven. Q, the New York Jets. You suck. They lost to Miami 34-13. They're hosting Atlanta. The Jets offense is last in the NFC in total yards. Yards per play. Passing yards per play. First downs per game, third down conversions, and time of possession. That's all. They're last. Just every important stat that goes to the offensive side of the they ball. They are last. Coming in at three, two and nine Arizona. You suck. Yeah, they do. They lost to the Rams 37 14. They're at Pittsburgh. 
Cardinals are allowing a league worst forty-seven percent third down conversions on defense. Coming in at number two. Two and nine, New England. You suck. They lost to the Giants ten to seven. They're hosting the Chargers. Oh, can you imagine if the Chargers mm. lose that? Staley may be fired that, after that. That'll game. be the one. Since 2020, the Pats have lost 34 regular season games. The last 34 regular season games. Season games. The last 34 regular season games from 03 to 12. The Pats have lost. Oh, since 2020, the Pats have lost 34 regular season games. The last 34 regular season games from 03 to 12. Coming in at 1. 1 and 10, Carolina. You suck! They lost to Tennessee 17-10. They're at Tampa. The Panthers' passing offense is 32nd in yards after catch, 4.3, and 32nd in depth of target, 6.9. So in summary, 1 Carolina, 2 New England, 3 Arizona, 4 the Jets, 5 Washington. Yeah, all those teams suck. Um, and it's it's tough to come together with the five worst teams in the NFL because there are a lot of teams in this league that stink this year, and I don't really have an issue with any of the teams you named in on that list today. I mean, we know the commanders are god-awful. That was shown uh, on Thanksgiving how bad they really are. Um, the Cowboys beat up on all bad teams, though, so that's just, especially that's at just what they do. Yeah, especially at home. Uh, the Jets... I still remember early in the year, the week after A-Rod went down. This oh, this was week two, I guess. Um, Q called into my show in the evening and was telling me about how the Jets were going to be fine with Zach Wilson. And I'm like, Come on. Bro. There's no way you believe that. It's okay to be realistic. And he stood by it. And here the Jets are still. I mean, Zach Wilson's been benched. A-Rod apparently is going to try to come back to practice at this point. I don't I don't know what he's going to gain from that. I guess for A-Rod individually, it'll show that he's not a lunatic, I guess, in his mind. I know, he, but know. their offensive line is so <laughs> oh, bad. Yeah, it's terrible. It's still the same offensive line that got him hurt. Yeah. Yep. So I, I don't I don't know. But I guess if you're if you're Aaron Rodgers and you come back and let's say they win four or five or something. It gives the team a lot of hope, and it'll save a lot of jobs. Let's mm-hmm. just say that. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't know what to make of. Uh, how do you even rate those guys, like the coaches for the Jets, uh, Robert yeah. Sala and those guys? Because obviously, this was the year that Aaron Rodgers was supposed supposed to be the guy. He gets hurt in the first game. Where does the season go? I mean, do you still have the same expectations that you had when Rodgers was there? Well, you probably did right away because he ended up winning that game. Mm-hmm. But then when reality set in and he sucked, then no. Honestly, if Robert Sala doesn't keep his job, I would have to say it's his own demise. I mean, he's stuck by Zach Wilson through thick and thin. Yep. And I think that'll be the thing that ends up costing him uh, in the end. The Patriots, the Patriots are so bad, man. I mean, you watch that uh, – the game against the Giants was pitiful. It was a lot of bad football this weekend. Um, but to have a chance to force overtime. First of all, I'm watching the Patriots play for overtime. They're playing for overtime. And then you get in great field goal range and completely shank that field goal. That was a Terp that did it too. Ryland. <sighs> yeah. I mean, I just feel like 
the Belichick era has come to an end. I, I don't expect him to, you know, be fired midseason or anything like that. I'd be very disappointed if that is the route that Robert Kraft and those guys went. But you, this has to be the end for Belichick in, in New England. It just has to be. Oh yeah, because they need they need uh, a new start, and they need a I'm lot sure, of new everything. Yeah, and I'm sure Belichick, he's probably ready for a change mm-hmm. too. I mean, he's been there what twenty some years. You think he'd be done coaching? You think that'd be it for him? No. Because, you know, both his – how many kids has he got on the staff and, and everything like that? You know, I mean, the rumors have it that, you know, they want Vrabel. Mm. Bring back – you know, they love familiarity. They're uh-huh. kind of – they kind of have some of that Raven stuff with them where they like to keep in-house. They like to, you know, keep their own in there. How many times have they rehired, you know, uh, McDaniels and, and then they brought back uh, – uh, Patricia, not to be the de- defensive coordinator, but the offensive coordinator. Uh, but yeah, they they like to keep familiar faces. See, I, I think Bill Belichick, the GM, is getting Bill Belichick mm-hmm. the coach. Fired. I agree. He hasn't adapted to the times. He's, he hasn't adapted, and we've seen a couple of teams struggle with that. I think the Ravens you know who, are just you now know who's coming like around. That? Dabo Sweeney. He won't go get portal guys and stuff and look at where he's at. Well, Dabo's put his foot in his mouth so many times. You yeah. know, he he wants to fight the system. That's that's Dabo's problem. Well, why fight something you can't be win? Great question. And then who do you have? Uh, you had the Panthers first. I mean, the Panthers yeah. are so bad, and their theirs is even worse because they don't have the their first pick this year. So it's like you're really setting your franchise back when you have that happen. You trade a lot to move up to get the to go get your guy. You get your guy. It doesn't work out. You not only end up firing the head coach. But you have the worst record in the league, and you're in position to have the first overall pick, and you don't even have that pick. I, it's tough to recover from that. Oh, it's going to take years. Yeah, I mean, if if Bryce Young doesn't turn out, three more years they're going to have. Because they, they're going to be awful next year. Yeah. I mean, they don't have any weapons. No. They don't have any weapons. They signed Miles Sanders from Philly this past year. Miles Sanders has been a dud for them. They have no receivers. They traded DJ Moore, and now they're, st- they're trying to get – Bryce Young weapons, Adam Thielen they brought in, and Thielen. I think Thielen is just wearing down. He was really good for for most of the season, but the last couple of weeks he's slowly but surely disappearing. Yeah. Well, he's old. That's yeah. why the Vikings got rid of him. Mm-hmm. So he's thirty three, I think, something like that. So yeah, I, um, they're they're in a b- bad spot. David Tepper is. Yeah. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll switch gears, get to some Terps. Terps basketball in full effect. Terps are on the court tonight. Of course, you can hear that game right here on the fan. We'll bring in Jeff Ehrman to uh, preview that game and much more next here on the fan. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Be 
baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up, and your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Check back three, four, five times a day for the latest breaking sports news. 1057 The Fan. Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan. Cordell Woodland in for the Bobster here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. Joining us now via the WGK Law Guest Hotline. We got Jeff Ehrman joining us now courtesy of Inside 24-7 Sports. Jeff, how you doing today? I'm good, Cordell. How are you guys? Good. Not bad, man. Appreciate you making some time for us today. Terps back on the court Tonight, taking on Ryder. It's been an up-and-down year for the Turfs to this point. They are winners of two straight. Uh, this is one of those games that you're probably expecting the Turfs to win. Um, is, do you feel like that will end up happening for the guys tonight? Yeah, I mean, I think this is, you know, even with all their issues they've had so far, this is still one of those tune-up kind of games against a team that, you know, Barring a disaster, you should definitely be. I think for Maryland, more the thing at this point is just, you know, trying to improve. You know, they need to obviously, they could definitely use a good shooting performance to to get their confidence up a little bit. They've been one of the worst three-point shooting teams in the country. And they've got Indiana on Friday. So this is where, you know, things are about to get real. Now, Jeff, how would you characterize the 7-5 and five football season? Because... We kind of, Haney and I thought, you know, early on nine, you know, and they were on pace yeah. for that. They they screwed up the Northwestern and Illinois game. You can't play like that against Michigan and Ohio State and then lose to Northwestern and Illinois. Yeah, that's what's going to leave the bitter taste, you know, what could yep. have been. Obviously, seven and five is respectable, but, you know, everyone's going to think about that it should have been nine and three. You know, those two games. And Northwestern actually ended up being a lot better than we thought at the yeah. time. You know, they actually ended up you know, having a pretty good season somehow. So that that loss isn't as bad as it looked. But still, you know, you wanted to take care of all the ones that you were favored in and hopefully get that upset. And, you know, they didn't they weren't able to do that. So, you know, it's still it's still a solid season, but with that five and O start, clearly people were hoping for more. Jeff Talia ends up breaking the passing record in the conference this year. What what do you, what will you think about when you think back to Talia's time here in Maryland? I mean, I think, you know, for all of his flaws and he does have some obvious ones that everybody discusses regularly, you know, he's the first great or even if you don't think he's great, very good quarterback that they've had in quite a while. He, you know, is the biggest thing you can point to in terms of the impetus for the program being turned turning around, you know, they're, they're going to go to a bowl game for the third year in a row. That mm-hmm. hasn't, hasn't happened in about 15 years. If they win their bowl game, it would be the first time they've ever won three in a row. So while, you know, it's still frustrating to fans not to get those signature wins over Michigan and, and Ohio state and Penn state. And those are things that, you know, 
that's that's kind of the asterisk, I guess, next to his name that that'll remain that he wasn't quite able to do that. But you know, when you look at how how badly the program was struggling four or five losing seasons in a row before he arrived, I think you've got to give him a lot of credit as being the guy, along with Mike Loxley, that got things you know back to respectability. Now, do you anticipate <clears throat> assistant coaches changes? Because he has some every year. That's number one. And then number two, do they go get a quarter a quarterback in the portal? Or who will be the quarterback next year? Yeah, Vinny, those are good questions. I think there will definitely be staff changes too early to say who. But that's the nature of the business this time of year. And at Maryland, like you said, we've seen – you know, two or three guys probably move along per year, whether it's, you know, some combination of guys finding jobs that they want or, you know, guys who are encouraged to go find jobs uh, and move along so so they can be replaced. So that's pretty much a, a constant, much like the transfer portal. Uh, and then in terms of quarterback, you know, I think they definitely will get another guy from the portal. Uh, they do have a couple of guys who are capable you know, of being the guy potentially, but you won't know until next year. Billy Edwards mm-hmm. and Cam Edge. Obviously, we know a lot more. We've seen a lot more of Billy Edwards. Stronger runner than passer. Very good runner. The question, obviously, is can he pass consistently enough to to hold up the offense? And, you know, Cam Edge is a guy who, who I've heard a lot of good things about. You know, he, he enrolled a year early. He was a highly regarded recruit early in his career. Uh, so, you know, they think that he's got the natural tools also, but when you have two guys who are unproven, you know, you don't really want to go into next year just relying on one of them, hitting it big with one of them. So I do think that they'll try to get another guy in the portal and just let the three compete. We're talking to Jeff Ehrman from InsideMarylandSports.com. He joins us via the WGK Law guest hotline. Jeff uh, to the basketball team again, Dante Scott. You know, I was a I was a really big fan of Dante, especially his his rookie of his freshman year uh, in Maryland. I just thought he really was able to play inside and out offensively, and I just loved the way that he crashed the glass. And last year wasn't necessarily kind of the same feel for me when it came to him. What are you noticing about him so far through the first six games this season? Yeah, I think he's pretty been pretty good overall, Cordell. You could definitely argue he's been their most consistent player. You know, he really struggled in the first game or two. He had that defensive breakdown late in the game. I think it was against um, Davidson where he left the, the open three-point shooter, so people were really, you know, somewhat deservedly getting onto his case. And since then, he's been pretty solid, pretty consistent. He's shooting it. You know, he's not red hot from outside, but everything's relative when you mm-hmm. compare it. You know, the rest of the team, and right. these guys all have, you know, 15 or 20% three-point shooting. He's been, you know, up above 30 and and more efficient, not taking bad shots. So, you know, I think for all the negativity directed his way early on, he's actually been, you know, you could probably say he's been a, a bright spot. What do you think of the Big Ten? I said, you know, Purdue's number one. What do you think of the rest of the Big Ten? Yeah, I think it's, you know, pretty pretty similar to recent years. There's some solid teams, but there's still nobody other than Purdue with the, you know, who looks elite. Uh obviously you can never count out Tom Izzo. They always get better as they go. They've had some tough losses early on. Um but, you know, I think it's it's pretty wide open other than Purdue. Feels like last year again where there's just one team, the same team I should say, Purdue again, kind of head and shoulders above the rest. The question now is 
can some of these teams get better and and make a little bit of noise in March and end all of these March Madness struggles? And also, can Purdue get out of its own way and end that uh, yearly, you know, the yearly bad habit that has a lot of us ripping up our brackets after the first <laughs> round? Well, Jeff, you talk about the the tournament last year, and Jameer Young is a guy that, you know, his, his future with Maryland was kind of up in the air this offseason. He returns. He's been off to a really good start so far, continuing to lead this team in scoring. As this year goes on, especially as they start to get into Big Ten play, what do you want to see from Jameer Young to show that he's taking the next step with this team? I think you'd like to see him knock down the threes at a higher rate, especially for this team that desperately needs it. They don't really have three point shooting off the bench. You know, they're, they're, they're very limited there to say the least. I think that, you know, they're at 21.4% three point shooting, which is down toward the bottom nationally. So you'd like to see him hit the three at a higher rate, like he did at Charlotte when he was up in the high thirties. And then I know Kevin Willard wants to see him be, you know, a little bit more of a distributor this year, not to say he's ever going to be a pure passing point guard, but, you know, coming into the year, that was uh, something Willard spoke about. You can kind of see Jameer a little bit more passing on some shots, you know, to, to pass the ball. So his assists are at a, a career high, but turnovers are also up. So I think he'd like to see him continue to make that uh, transition. Of course, if other guys aren't, you know, hitting shots, if it continues that way, then maybe you have to scrap that and just tell them to go get your points. Talk to me a little bit about the women's team. Yeah, they're they're struggling, you know. feels like a down year yeah. for them, which has been very rare, obviously. They dropped out of the top 25 for, I believe, the first time in 13 years, which is a pretty incredible streak. It speaks to Brenda Freeze's consistency. Uh, but they've had so many transfers in recent years, it's been tough. And she also schedules such a brutal non-conference schedule, you know, to play South Carolina and UConn early. Both of them were blowouts. They don't quite have as much, you know, proven star power as they've had in most recent years. So, you know, it remains to be seen. She she doesn't really have rebuilding years, so you have to give her the benefit of the doubt. But it does look like it could be one of those years. Jeff Ehrman from InsideMarylandSports.com, also Maryland.247Sports.com as well. Jeff, great job. Really appreciate your time today. We'll talk again down the line. Thanks, Jeff. Always a pleasure. Thanks, guys. Coming up next here on Vinny and Haney, we'll wrap things up, take one last trip through the fun house with Quick Draw McGraw before Inside Access takes over at 2 right here on The Fan. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. They don't. Vinny and Haney, 1057 The Fan.
Vinny and Haney back here on 105.7 The Fan on this Turn It Up Tuesday. Cordell Woodland in for the Bobster here with Vinny Serrato. Quick draw McGraw behind the glass. We're wrapping things up, taking one last trip through the funhouse before Inside Access takes over at 2. Let's take that trip, Quick Draw. Quick Draw's Funhouse. The rudeness, tuneness text reader. Who's the fastest gun alive? This side of the Chesapeake. Sponsored by the Smile Design Center. Changing the way you feel about dentistry one smile at a time. For information or to schedule an appointment for care, give them a call today. 443-348-8812. I like that quick draw. 1057 The Fan. Let's do one last one here, hopefully. One last one here, talking about the Harbaugh challenge decisions, Mm -hmm. Uh non-decisions. Texter here says, on the Aguilar play, I can't even excuse Harbaugh for not getting word from upstairs. He admitted in the postgame that they thought it was a first down and didn't realize it uh, until the next play. It isn't the job of somebody in the booth to tell the head coach what down it is. The sticks and chains are right there. Yeah, but they get the quick word from upstairs. And Munkin's got to make the play call right away. So, uh, I mean, he's not waiting for Harbs. I mean, he's looking down there, and they're saying first down. And he's saying, he, he looks at the play, and he said he's a yard pass. So, he's he's already talking to Lamar and tell him first down play. And then he finds out, oh, I'm sure he said, you know, something <laughs> like, oh, crap. Uh, that, <laughs> something like that. Yeah. It's it's. He called a first down play on third and inches. Mm -hmm. This one here from Mike says, uh, talking about uh, Marcus Peters, says maybe Marcus deliberately got himself waived, trying to latch on uh, with a playoff contender. Uh, All is well with Marcus when he's winning. That's a big if, though. Yeah, but the thing about it is nobody wanted Mike Marcus before other than the Raiders. So... I don't. Uh, I don't know what you think, Cordell, but I don't. If I'm a winning team, I don't want him because he doesn't. He's not the type of guy in your locker room that would be. If you've got a great culture, you don't want him in your locker room. The crazy thing is, I've always been a big Marcus Peters fan. I, I, I've always had a thing for aggressive corners. I love corners that are willing to try to make a play on the ball. And in the case of Marcus Peters. It's worked for him a lot. Now, it's not worked for him a lot as well, but that's a part of the gamble. My issue with him and him latching on to a winning team right now is all they've got to do is turn on the tape and see him giving 50% effort on some of these plays. Nobody's going to bring him in to a potentially to a team that has Super Bowl aspirations. Why would anybody want that? And I hear you on things are going great when it's when they're winning what about when they're not you know what about when yeah there it, it's a tough game it's back and forth and you have some of those bad moments he, he's a little too unpredictable we've seen him arguing with coaches and stuff i i just don't think that's the headache that any super bowl team any team with super bowl aspirations needs to and, bring and norm right i now. thought he would only tackle if it was a national tv game well he proved on sunday night that's not <laughs> right. the case <laughs> well wasn't his lone Highlight this year, the well, pick six. Sunday that night. was a uh, that was a prime time game. Yeah, yeah. So they showed up for that. Uh, this one here, Texter wants to know if Andrew Voorhees is convertible to a tackle at all. Could he be in that competition next year if they want to move on from Stanley? Um, I I think it's possi- too early. 
I I, I kind of penciled him in for starting right guard. Falele probably will get that first opportunity. I don't think that they're going to move on from Stanley with the eye, with the hope and a wish that a guy that you know basically just got redshirted this year is going to be able to protect their franchise no. quarterbacks. Blind. Well, he said side. right tackle. Uh, just tackle in general. Oh, tackle. Yeah. I thought he no, said moving on from Stanley. The only one on that roster that can play left tackle is McCarry. Mm-hmm. And, and he can't play it for 17 games because he's got a bad back and he can't lift heavy to be that anchor all the time. At this point, is, is tackle their number one need going into the draft? As we sit here, well, it all depends on who – Let's see who's signed yeah, and who's not true. here. Yeah. You know, is Queen gone? Because I don't know that. Uh, I'm not a big Simpson. Nah, guy. I don't, I, yeah, I don't. I don't think that they're. They don't. I don't think they want to go that route and have Simpson. You know, fill Patrick Queen if they don't have to. Yeah. What about Sala? I mean, is he now exclusively a guard? I mean, oh, what he's is, always been exclusively yeah, a guard. Yeah. Gotcha. And, and for them, exclusively a left guard. Right. <laughs> Uh, how about this one here, uh, talking about uh, the Orioles? Texter says, how many teams do you think are in a hurry to make a deal with the Orioles, a team that's coming off a 100-and-win season? I don't know why other teams would be looking to help the Orioles in that regard. Sure, money will always be a big factor in their acquisitions, but why should the Orioles be in a hurry to give up their prospect gems? I, I, I mean, I, I would say that the Orioles haven't shown that they have not been in a hurry to give up their prospect gems. Um, that's been part of the issue. I think now is the point where they finally reached that they're ready to do that. Um, in terms of other teams engaging with the Orioles, look, it's all about what they need. If the Orioles have what they need, I think that they'll make that call. And the Orioles have quite a few good prospects in their farm system right now. I mean, look, we've seen teams deal with the Yankees, the Dodgers, all the heavy hitters in the league. I don't think that they're going to dodge the Orioles because they're afraid of how good they could be. No, teams are worried about themselves right now. Mm -hmm. And one last one here from Howard in Baltimore. Wants uh, the Ravens to put a stranglehold on the division this weekend. They might be able to do it without even playing. He says here, Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Cleveland, all a pretty realistic chance to lose this week. That would be great. I don't great. think Pittsburgh does. Yeah, I don't think they do. Arizona. Where they play in Arizona. Well, Arizona. I think you'd be surprised. I don't know. No. Kenny Pickett could he turn could back into He could be Kenny Pickett uh, again. He could be yeah. Kenny Pickett again. But, I'm not yeah, sold but, on the Steelers offense just yet. I think they're better off without Canada without question. I don't believe that they're this explosive offense out of nowhere. Though. I, that I don't believe. And they may look good again against the against the Cardinals. Who yeah. else? I mean, the the Rams look very good against against the Cardinals. No Everybody doubt. else does. So that's that's not going to be the end all be all for me. So speaking of those Rams, they'll host the Browns. Bengals will travel to face the Jaguars. Yeah, I mean the Bengals are the. I think the Bengals are done. I think so too. Um, it's over for them. I think Cleveland's done too. They'll put up a fight. They've got some. We'll see room. if Joe Flacco gives them anything. We'll see. I, I don't want to get in trouble. We'll see. The defense is good enough. They are. I'll give you that. That'll do it for us here on Vinny and Haney. Another great one in the books. We'll be back tomorrow at Roof Chris. You'll hear us uh, at the Roof Chris out here We're at Pikesville. The Roof Chris in Pikesville. So we'll be broadcasting from 10 to 2 out there. Can't wait for that. Don't touch that dial. Inside access. They're taking over next right here on the fan. Until tomorrow, class dismissed. <sighs> 
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. 